go. Welcome to the Blank Stream Podcast. Matt's not allowed to talk for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> That's not a good number. We'll ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Luke. Tim's just, Tim's just found out he's no, got Matt, about five stop, minutes stop, to live. Stop. Stop. stop, stop. <laughs> Eat, then you can talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Deal. And the other one's Tim. Am I, though? Really? Are you the other one or are you Tim? I'm not sure what the question is. Aren't we all Tim? Yeah. Well, I'm like like hard enough, story. yeah. I feel like I sound muted, but I don't know. Being sick's awful. So, Willow was throwing up. We've been teaching Thea how to potty train. Uh, so I think I've cleaned up one of each fluid except blood from people over the past uh, 24 hours. <laughs> I like this. I like how Matt's got to eat and listen to this. Details. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Details. Uh, I think it was very orangey sick. Uh, right. <laughs> Consistency. Uh, Thea, Thea's poop like ran down his leg. So that was pretty wow. good. <laughs> Kids. Life goals, geez. right? Don't get them, Tim. I'm not. Don't make, don't make the same mistakes somebody has before you. I like spending stupid amounts of money on pedals and other oh, flight gear and being like, like yeah. mm. <laughs> my pedals turned up. I know this is a tangent. Oh, yeah. I've ordered some flight pedals. So now I've got two joysticks and then some flight pedals. But then I also got a one handed keyboard, which I don't know if I've talked about. Do you have a handbrake? Airplanes have handbrakes, right? They have. Uh, what's stopping they in midair? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're on the minutes. pedals. There's like toe brakes because they're different. The like rudder pedals are kind of like on the same axes, right? Compared to like driving ones. Like driving ones, they're individual pedals you press. But for flight stuff, they're like one thing that kind of. I'm doing hand gestures. If you imagine, if you've got, if imagine me with my hands being held up. If you move one hand, the other hand moves in the opposite direction. I got those pedals, plus there's like toe brakes, which is me flapping my hands up and down, like me trying to be a shitbird. Imagine that. Yeah. Anyway, tangent over. Also, I like my one-handed keyboard. I bought a Razer Tartarus because I've not got oh, yeah. enough peripherals plugged into my <laughs> computer. Is it a full <laughs> keyboard, or is it with the numkey patterns and arrow keys, no. or is it just the letters? It's basically, if you imagine, it's it's numbered. Um, uh, rather than the actual letters, and it's effectively if you cut off a keyboard at like the T key. Yeah. So I've got like R, F, and C are like the far right ones, and then Tab, not Caps Lock. I've moved Shift up to where Caps Lock is, and then I've effectively got the bottom. Right. It's a bit odd, but I've got used to it. Uh, and then on your thumb, what you've got is one button for jump, and then there's another button at the bottom that's meant to be for jump, but I can't stretch down there. I don't like that, so I use that for Hyper Shift. So I ho- if I hold the hypershift button, that gives me all of the keys then turn into function keys. So I can press that, then press any of the numbers, and they become the function keys. And then there's also like a, what do they call it? What are like the directional things? Like up, down, left, right? D-pad. There's a D-pad, and you can access that on your thumb as well. So I've got that set to like alt key, map. Well, M for map, uh, and then I for like inventory and other bits and bobs. It's awesome. I like it. <laughs> to the point where I was using it just for flight sim things. 
because I've got those as like where my sticks are. I've got two bits of metal that stick out to the side. So the actual mouse and keyboard, like which is why I wanted a one-handed one, go there. This it's good. Uh, ties neatly into <laughs> games for kids because kids cannot Kid- use <laughs> controllers in kids any love sort of functional manner. Yeah, so I feel like if I put Willow, but here's two things that would happen. One, I get Willow off Theo, so a five-year-old or a two-year-old, stick them in your chair, flight simulator on. Uh, you would very quickly find out whether things were broken, attached to the table or not. <laughs> <laughs> but they would not be able to use anything. Theo would just wildly press, push, pull everything. <laughs> Uh, if you could make a game that responded to any sort of thing in that desk, that would be a pretty fun game. <laughs> Something I found uh, interesting, like I've not got kids as we know, but um, Kirsty's never really played that many games, and I've tried to get her using controllers, and she cannot use those. But I let her play a little bit on like Destiny and do keyboard just a and little mouse. bit. Don't ruin it! It was basically, I need you to just participate in this activity. You don't need to actually shoot anything and kill it. You just need to participate. Um, So she would just sit there and try and shoot things and slowly get better, whilst I would like make tea. Um, But yeah, she kind of got used to it. She said that keyboard and mouse she found easier. And I wonder if it's because people like, it's learned behavior. Like, if you've never used a controller before, yeah, they're probably odd, but you know how a mouse works. You know how a pointer works. Well, I, I was sort of the same. Uh, I played Red Dead Redemption 2 on the stadium with the mouse and keyboard. At first, I thought it was going to be really strange. But then I found it really easy, like crazy easy. Yeah. And then I picked up uh, the Stadia controller, and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't play. It just wouldn't work. Nothing was fast <laughs> enough. Everything just was horrible. Uh, so I kind of decided I, I would pick either a controller first or pick mouse and keyboard. Um, whichever one I picked, I'm just going to keep that for whatever game because it's just too much of a head. Like, <laughs> mm. just mess, absolutely messes everything up. I've, I'm, I hate using a controller for, like, first-person shooters. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just, it's, like, really difficult. So, well, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is like, uh, yeah, using a mouse. Over, over the shoulder. Hmm. Yeah, using a mouse, person. like you say, is just more intuitive, though, right? Because you just move the mouse and you look around where it moves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something I want to see, because I've played... I can hear an echo. Am I on too loud? Is it me? I'll make myself quieter. One hear second. You. <laughs> there you go. You're quiet. It's not weekend yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I normally play my third person style things on the TV and I've got the HDMI connected from the PC for that but um, that Toby eye tracker that I bought works with Creed and I've been meaning to try it out because it can track like which, where your actual eyes are and you know on Breath of the Wild where they have like the gyro you can use for controlling where the bow and arrow goes yeah. You can you can do that with aiming the bow in it. So you can literally look to aim and then actually aim it. I want to see what it's like. That might be something I have to do this weekend. The but gyro, it's again, it's intuitive, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I found the gyro bow thing. At first, I really enjoyed it, but then I sort of I just turned it off because I didn't have the space really to do it properly. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and then I just got used to not using it. And whenever I have it on, it's all jerky because I'm not sat still all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly well, I get my bow out and then Link is like, shooting the floor. <laughs> that's, I think, a common criticism, I'd say, of or my yeah. common criticism of the Switch is that it excels at being sat down and just fucking about. But a lot of the kind of unique features outside of that, you have to detach the Joy-Cons and do other bits and bobs. And I fucking hate playing with those two things and not a pro controller. So well, then it's kind of like... Pokemon, uh... Pokemon Snap, when you play that with the thing and you've got the gyro, that feels like actually taking pictures of shit. Like if you had a camera in your hand. Yeah. You can look at it. And that, and that was really good fun, but you look like an absolute <laughs> twat. You look like an iPad photographer. <laughs> yeah. You don't look great. So it's not something you could do on the bus or whatever, but it's definitely, well, I mean, uh, you could. maybe a couple of drinks. If you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't care about how you look uh, or <laughs> about hitting someone in the face, uh, or you're, on, you're on the bus and you're like, Boosh! Lock it in the face. Do you mind? Get in the whale log! Get on the way! <laughs> the people who've used the um, the Steam Deck have said that the gyros are quite good in that for aiming and like first-person shooters. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know if that... Yeah. It's hard because it feels like quite a personal thing as to whether you like that or not. So I don't know if yeah. they're actually any different to you know using the Switch. Or... I'd, even though I ordered mine within the first hour, I think <laughs> I'm still going to be I think Q122. Alright. So I don't think everyone's coming for Christmas. I think I'm going to be a while. Basically. It's a a sad Christmas in the Timmy household. (laughs) It is, because there's literally nothing else I want. Kirsty's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I've bought it all. Like, I can't (laughs) actually think of anything extra I want. No, it's depressing. Maybe start thinking about can you st- <laughs> just uh, just for the only reason is that you want you need to spend money on something? <laughs> I need to spend cash somehow, Matthew. Yeah, you should. Uh, you, surely you can start thinking about holidays again now. Aren't places opening up? So. Yeah, but we have that pile of money that's sat there from Disney, which is a ten holidays over if you weren't going to Disney. Yeah, you need to buy a bigger house. Clearly, they're expensive. We do, but that's next year. This is the problem. We're kind of in this limbo. <laughs> a lot of people are. Um, right. Kid, right. Here's a couple of things that kids were gaming, right? <laughs> kids games. Games kids. Uh, bizarrely, Breath of the Wild is the most accessible kid-friendly game I think I've ever tried with Willow. Because once you get past like the, the that tutorial intro island bit. I can just give her the controller and she's very happy about just walking around. And but you can kind of do whatever you want, right? It's, it's hard to like kill yourself. Yeah. You just like you yeah. can go and chop down grass or trees or, and you can pick up stuff and Yeah, bizarrely like you she really likes just going forwards <laughs> and around in circles. Uh, <laughs> and I can just introduce her to a new part of the world. And she can mm. just go off and explore that. And she really likes that. Uh, but if the things where it falls down very quickly, uh, the moment that you have to talk in that game, there's no voice except for cutscenes. Mm. It's all 
or text. Any Re- game reading. that you yeah, that you can only go forward with text instantly is a kid failure. Because you have to have a grown up with you. And that grown up has to be willing to say either exactly what's there, paraphrase what's there, or make shit up. Like kind of what so I'm all, I'm all, I'm 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 always like looking out for games that I think Henry would like, and he's a little bit he's a bit younger than than Willow, isn't he? Um, and it's like it's interesting the kind of things that he likes compared to what I think he'll like. So he was we had uh, Paper Mario on the Switch, and he like loves playing it because I think it's quite hard to die. You can't really like fall off stuff too much, and he doesn't like because there's like a battle element, like a turn-based thing, and he doesn't like care about that. But just like exploring around, and you like have your paper, and you throw it on the holes, and then it fills the holes, and he can like just, and explore around, and he like loves doing all of that. But again, it's the same. Like any dialogue, I have, I'm there like sat with him, and I'm like reading it out to him, which is fine because like, you know as long as I'm not doing anything else, I don't mind just sitting it's there reading. Fine for, yeah, it's only fine if you're willing if you if you were not willing to do it as an adult or as an adult you're not very good at reading like there's a lot of people who must be in that category of they can read enough to get through a game like paper mario but they're not like literate enough to be able to read it to a to a kid and make it make complete sense there's Mm. i don't know and it's and it's like as well if he if he wants to play it i can't just be like yeah sure i'll put it on for you because he needs me there to help him yeah. with it. And if I'm in the middle of yeah. doing something else, then I, I have just have to be like, well, I can't put it on right now. But then, because he liked like that. A... Can't say. I was going to say, do you think there's like a correlation, but getting very nerdy now and <laughs> analyzing this, between like a linear game gives a certain amount of control, but it, there's a lot of like dialogue and other bits and bobs. And it's, it's not a lot of freedom. Whereas if you have just an open world game and you can just keep on walking, that's actually just enough for the, the kids mm, to yeah. be like, oh, this is good. I'm keeping going. Because it's not, oh, I've already explored this area. It's almost like a goldfish yeah. moment of like, oh, I'm walking in this direction. I find this fun. What's over there? Oh, I've already walked yeah. over there. It's really like, something they're thinking think, about. Just, yeah. Just the act of having a character which you can control in a virtual world, I think, is like quite amusing to, to children. And if they can make them do stupid stuff. Because like I because yeah. so, he liked because he liked Paper Mario, I thought oh maybe he'll like uh, we got the um, you know they remade that the Wii U Mario I can't remember what Mario. it's called now Ugh, that was a crap one yeah <laughs> yeah well I well I got it and I was like oh, maybe like Goat Simulator well yeah that, well yeah so that's what I was gonna say I I tried him on that but he he couldn't do it at all because it's way too easy to die you just run straight off a ledge and then you run out of lives and that's it whereas uh, yeah I've tried him uh, he, we were playing. Um, the Untitled Goose game he likes because you could just uh, run yeah. around and honk at things and he's just endlessly <laughs> amusing. And it's that kind of sandbox where yeah. there's not really any consequences <clears throat> and you can use like, and it's funny because it's the kind of stuff that I quite like in games as well. I don't know if that means that I'm like simple minded, but like it reminds me of when me and, um, me and Katie used to play like the Lego games together and she'd be mm. trying to like do all the missions and I'd be like, look, I'm riding in an ice cream car. <laughs> She'd be like, what are you doing? And it's that kind of thing that's, where it's like, you can kind of just mess around and it's fun. And I guess that's what... That's what I was going to say. The Lego game is, a, is good and bad. But one thing that's good about the Lego game is uh, you can pick up other Lego people. Oh, you should all all games should have the ability to if you have two player, or should always just at least have a two player where you can pick up the other person and carry them 
Because when you're on, uh, when I'm playing Lego Incredibles with Willow, I always pretty much always have to be Mr. Incredible at some point to pick her, whatever character she is, up to drag them to the end of the game. Otherwise, I'm sat there watching her scream and shout, running around in circles, not understanding. I felt like Lego, yeah. Lego Incredibles was one of the worst Lego games. It was not very good. It, it's good and bad, but the voices are all whack. <laughs> sometimes they get the uh, Elastigirl sometimes talks like Elastigirl because it's obviously from the movie but then sometimes she's talking as whatever actress is playing her right but she, I managed to uh, we you can't have two people driving in a car in that game you can only have one person driving the car but what you can do is the other person can stand on the other car that you're driving so basically, I get in the car, drive, Willow jumps on top, and I can just drive her wherever. And the brakes and everything works, even though it really shouldn't. But then uh, we saw a jump, and I was like, cool, let's do this jump. I did it. Her character crashed into the top, then glitched because it couldn't get in, like, couldn't land in the world correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very funny, but then the game kept crashing every time we booted it up. So I had to restart from scratch to get back to that point. It's... And we basically said, "No, don't do that ever again." I should try. I should try Breath of the Wild now that you've said it. I think that would be quite good. Just Breath being able to Wild. go. There was a. Yeah. There was a. There was a game. I can't remember what it was called. What was it? it was like Phoenix Immortals Rising or something like that. There was. It's yeah, a fairly recent awesome. game that we got. And um, <laughs> Henry liked playing that just because you could run around and chop down trees. And he just spent hours like running around chopping down trees in a video game. <laughs> Which is another, another game for kids that's in a similar vein that I think that kids will get a really good kick out of. Grand Theft Auto. Like, <laughs> I was just, I was, if you had not said it, that was going to be the next thing I was going to say because genuinely, it's the most, whenever I, cause the most I, child accessible game I can think of. It's it's exactly what it's exactly all of the things you want in a game for a kid to find it interesting, apart from yeah. the murder and prostitution. <laughs> if yeah. you could get a Grand Theft Auto where you could run people over but they're fine and they don't die and it's just like it's funny, then it would be a perfect. Yeah, it's Simpsons 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 run is, the, is the best game for children. I don't know why they don't remake that. It was amazing. I think someone did yeah. with all the assets and they remastered them as like a, an open source thing. I think there was we were a lot of talking about this every week. We were, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Interesting point that you were making around like being able to carry people. It's I'm gonna get nerdy now. The the Oh, I can't get past the part in my head where I want to almost have like a, a blog article of like what makes a good multiplayer game. Because the amount of times where I've tried to get, like, we say that we play games, I've said that I play games in the evening with, with, with Walsh, and um, sometimes trying to get him into certain games, it's like, hold up, you've been playing this game for years, how the fuck am I even meant to compete? <laughs> and if it's like, you've got to spend six months actually being able to get to the same point to even contribute to this. You know, that's an actual yeah. sake. Whereas, again playing star citizen a lot recently there was a free fly the other week and i managed to convince him to come on and because as you were saying you can carry people i gave him some money because you can transfer money so he had money you know we could share the kind of stuff we can share missions and we can do those stuff together and he could just go in my ship like literally logged on he's got money gear and he can go into a really good ship that to me 
is like one style of thing. And I get that some pe like some games and other things, they want to combine them. But on the vein of, you know, the stuff we're discussing for kids, you almost want to be in a position where you can be like, I've been playing this game for a while and I want you to come and play with me, like be kids or siblings or friends or whatever. Uh, here you go. You can actually feel like you're contributing. <laughs> yeah. All Whereas... games need that sort of someone who it... the problem Destiny's probably a good example as well. If you could like chuck mm. guns on the floor and let them pick it up or you could just transfer it to their inventory yeah but you also cool. need like one problem that willow has and i don't know if it's just a willow thing but i don't think so if there's a game and it's got an arrow like to know which way to go conceptually when you're in like on a screen it's actually really difficult for a kid to go that arrow's pointing northwest so i'm gonna head in that direction yeah, but actually, it's not pointing northwest. Like on the screen, it's uh, ten o'clock or whatever. But actually, in real life, it's that way <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, it's, it's like saying vanilla just that... pick them up and be like, "No, yeah, you know, you've taken too long for this. It's gonna just piss you off. I'm just gonna pick you up and move you, and then we can carry on." That that was it. Was really hard on Pokemon because for Willow, it, I would say you got to head this way and i'm pointing to myself you gotta to head towards mm -hmm. me <laughs> and that doesn't make sense because i'm not in, i'm not in the game or it's like you what you need in every single game is like a cheat mode thing where you can actually stick an arrow on top of your head <laughs> but and you can like press a button so that's lurching you in the right direction so then you don't really <laughs> like if you're trying to do a mission it'll drag you for because not all games have two player and you can't always grab yeah. somebody so for a game like Pokemon, it would have been really good if there had been an auto button that just dragged, grabbed the player and said, yeah, I'm dragging you on the journey to the right right place. Uh, it doesn't feel like they do enough, feel, do they? I feel like some of the other LEGO games kind of do that. If you, you've got like a primary player and a secondary player, and if the secondary one gets too far away, yeah. then well, it like warps you over to the first one. Yeah, mm. yeah so that's if there's two players. But if there's not... So, like in two-player uh, Super Mario Bros, uh, if you run on too far ahead, the second player can bubble and they can just float around until they can catch up. Yeah. Uh, so then, at least you don't get stuck, uh, like trying to play the game. But maybe that should almost but, be like a slider. It's kind of like an accessibility stuff that's I think it, quite I think popular there is some in games, right? Yeah, there's an accessibility problem in that if it's a game that's designed for kids. But you don't have a second player available, like an option. I mean, you need mm -hmm. some sort of thing to be that dad player to grab the character and force them to do the right thing, yeah, or to correct them when they're doing something that the character shouldn't be doing. Uh, and I don't think kids would be too upset because they're used to that. I pick up yeah. my kids all the time and move them about in the world. I don't think they'd be upset in a game if something grabbed them and was just like, "Yeah, no, you get." Well, maybe it's... you're doing real great. But let's just take it to the Pokemon Center. <laughs> but maybe that's the next wave of accessibility stuff, because we've only really seen some accessibility stuff come in recently, which is kind of a joke if we think about how bad they've been historically. You know, maybe the next iterations of that are, like in the same way you have a difficulty slider, is that you could be yeah. like, put it on story mode, because we want the actual thing to be easy. But equally, we want it to be in a very, very accessible state. 
um, and that means this, isn't it? Or maybe it's not as like a spectrum, the certain options you can turn on. I'd be like, yes, I want it to drag the players. No, I don't. Makes it yeah. more like more like just like an interactive story rather than a, a game, I guess, because you're just going from one set piece to another with a bit of interactive not, stuff in the middle. If it's not like Breath of the Wild open world completely... And in Breath of the Wild, one of the best things is Link can just... You can just plow ahead at a wall and he'll start climbing it, most likely. There's some walls he can't, obviously, but generally he just start doing it. So in games where you don't have that much freedom, you kind of need something to say. Like, like you need to say, I'm too, <laughs> too little to understand that... Like, it gets really frustrating in Pokemon when I'm, like, tell, trying to describe to Willow how to get to the Pokemon Center. Mm-hmm. Or just trying to describe to her to do the next thing. Because she doesn't really care too much. She just wants to catch cute looking Pokemon. And yeah. move on. <laughs> uh, when you get into the actual wild in Pokemon, that's really good for her. She's very happy with that. Except uh, early levels, you accidentally run into really high level Pokemon. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because there's a menu you can't read. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are icons, but uh, it's not always obvious. So, I've seen a lot yeah, of like Gary's mod, that. isn't it? Like, Gary's yeah. mod feels like maybe the pre-teen kind of stuff. Like, I guess that's why that and um, Minecraft are so popular. Minecraft's probably a really good game for kids. If you turn off the uh, monsters and just turn on, like, creatures, like animals that don't attack, that would be a really good game for kids. I was going to ask if you'd tried see tried her with Minecraft because obviously it is very popular with kids and it is that kind of just explore, exploring and building and doing whatever you want with little consequence. Yeah, I haven't. That's a really good idea. Uh, can you turn off like suffocation because you can walk into the water, right? Can I turn? Yeah. Make it so you can breathe in the water. The survival mode, and then I think it's creator mode, the other one. And I think That's you can probably, basically make it so you don't yeah. die. And you've got loads of unlimited resources, and it's less of a game and more of, like you say, it's just a sandbox to fuck around in. Yeah. The only other thing that Willard does like is interacting with... Like, it would be good to basically say, if it, like Minecraft, and then you just start building on bits, and you say, yeah, I want to be able to talk to people. <laughs> and yeah. then it introduces people. I want to be able to fight Pokemon now. And it introduces the ability to fight Pokemon. But until then, it's basically just like a noddy... If there was, like, in Pokemon auto-battle mode, so that it just did it for you, that would have been really good for Willow. She would have enjoyed that. Uh, like, at some point, it would beat up the Pokemon, and then it would say, do you want to catch this? With a big thumbs up, or just cancel. And she'd probably always try and catch. Just mm-hmm. because... It's kind of like Pokemon Go, I guess. Yeah, the uh, Pokemon Go was actually was good and bad because, uh, but she couldn't ever be player one. She could always only be player two. Uh, Because it was too difficult to get to run around the world as player one, and again, like she had to read all the text. Not go on the phone, as in the one that was on the Switch. I mean, I haven't addressed phone stuff, I guess. Lots of phone games are really good and bad. The problem with phone games is uh, 
it's got my shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> so if they've accidentally swiped up or they swipe back and they close the app or a notification comes in, like it always is. Mm. The on the I- on the iPhone, on the iPhone, you can do like um, assistive mode or whatever, and it it basically locks. You you decide what does and doesn't work, and I do that when yeah. There's a couple of games that he plays on my phone for which I found are good for. He he likes there's some for like learning to read and things like that, and I'll usually play them with him because he doesn't he's not he it kind of keeps a bit he's better he needs me to help him like explain stuff because it is more like a learning thing rather than just for fun. But yeah, I like to avoid them swiping all over the place constantly. I just put the thing on so it locks all the features out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I found that basically my phone, I just sort of had to teach Willow how to use it. Uh, Android, I guess, is the problem there. <laughs> I think Android does doing... have the ability to do it. Like, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, yeah, that's how most things work. Time... Yeah, it was just easier to like try and explain to her that when she gets into a certain state on the phone, to just tell daddy, <laughs> and he'll fix it. Uh, but yeah, I tend, well, yeah, I, t- I tend to not leave him with my phone anyway because it's less about him messing it up and more they might get bored just lob it across the room and then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that, yeah, Willow's really good at that's something that I, uh, well, right now she's really good at the anger management stuff. <laughs> uh, like I said, I always, I've always kept saying, like, the more angry you get at a game, the worse it is to play, sort of thing. And like, tried to teach her techniques that I obviously had to learn. <laughs> and no one was there to teach me about, like, when you get angry at a game, lobbing the controller across the room is not going to solve it. And you are much better off turning it off and just being like, ah, okay. Yeah, clearly all those little dweebs on YouTube and TikTok and stuff that absolutely smash the shit out of the controllers. Yeah. Them. Well, they're just yeah, like, oh my god, when... is it even lagged? Smash, smash, smash. Dad, I need a new controller. <laughs> like, fucking drop dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I haven't I haven't at all done social stuff. That's the thing that scares me the most. I don't really want Willow going on... Uh, I don't want her going online and being abused, and I don't want her going online and being abusive. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, I, I used to, when I was, like, uh, the first Call of Duty came out, uh, where you could actually talk, uh, I would almost always be the person being stupidly trolly and abusive on that, <laughs> because I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, whilst you're a kid, that is kind of funny, but as an adult, uh, I was on a game, I was playing Diablo 2, and someone on the other end was just being abusive, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll just go. <laughs> I'm an adult, yeah. but, you know. I don't really need to entertain this." Uh, it's also really, I guess. There's also, it's not at that point yet. But what are the like the? I don't imagine on TikTok. Can't be asked, but I should be. Um, one of the videos I saw was uh, a speed run of basically getting told to go back to the kitchen, and she timed it went into a cod lobby and was like hey guys how are we all doing and then literally within like 1.2 seconds she got to go back to the kitchen immediately and it's like i know that was probably set up but it was like yeah that's the kind of shit that's terrifying right yeah uh, you've not heard any of that before oddly scared about playing online like anxious on playing online on games that someone could talk to me on so i don't really mm-hmm. want to get involved in that I'd rather. I never, yeah. 
I know I've never been interested in going online and talking to strangers. <laughs> no. It's yeah, just not something I've ever wanted to do. It was something that I thought was funny at the time and then uh, <laughs> pretty much got older and realized that it's not nice when someone does it to you. And then it started making me anxious about going online where you could talk to people. Yeah. I think that's uh, going to be more and more difficult, isn't it? Although I think you're probably entering at the right time with other you know, people being a bit more cognizant to this stuff. Like, there's probably a boatload yeah. of games and a misinformed parent would be like, oh, that's fine. You know, they just do this, is yeah. this, this, and this. And it's not obvious that actually what that game has is a full fucking chat system. Yeah. To everyone. Like, yeah, most I think you're right. It's like, chat. I think with, with games and, like, social media and stuff, I guess it's, it's better to be having... Coming, yeah, like you say, entering into it now where people are starting to realize, like, oh, maybe all this is really bad for people. <laughs> Rather than, like, I guess, maybe not our generation, but the generation, be- like, after ours, where they were just kind of brought up with social media and we were all like, oh, this is probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> this probably isn't going to mess you up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely our generation have, uh, have caused a lot of issues in social media. <laughs> almost all the issues I know that like the boomers almost all the issues are shit, exclusively but... to Luke is what you're saying <laughs> Luke's responsible it's, for the generation it's my, no I'm not responsible it's my fault <laughs> someone else can clean up after me that's what I'm trying to say oh right, that's yeah. why you're mentioning boomers yeah boomers uh, they, you know when they join the they... internet they they didn't really do that much because I think they didn't get it. <laughs> do they still like? Do lots of games for kids still have like loot boxes and stuff? Or are they stopping that now? Oh, you mean gambling things? Yeah, uh, where like you go in and it's like, yeah, where it's oh, it doesn't even have to be microtransactions. You can like earn them in the game, but it's it. I guess it then encourages you to also spend real money to get these treasure chests or whatever, and you open them and it's like a random chance as to whether you'll get the thing that you want. Uh, I don't know. Um, no. I, I know that there's another like it's the, the whole gambling aspect makes kids fear like get addicted to the game because they have to come back to gamble to get the thing. Mm. It was I actually noticed it in like as well, right? Pokemon cards. Well, yeah. this is what I was gonna say. It's kind of weird because like I guess yeah, we guess we had like Pokemon cards, but now it, if you look at kids' toys now, it seems like almost every toy is a a bag or a box in which you can't see what is inside until you buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it seems really it seems it, yeah. it seems really uh, predatory against children <laughs> and against parents to be like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, and I know that thing has existed before, like you say, Pokemon cards and other stuff, but it seems like now it's like every, it's like they've realized now that that's a really good way to make money, so now every toy is that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was something about, uh, it was a shit documentary on Netflix, but they had one good point, and I forgot what it was called. But social media experiments, they're saying, oh, yeah. like Reddit has it. If you pull down to reload, that's like pulling a jackpot. It's like addictive behavior because it's really easy just to be like, oh, I've been scrolling for 30 minutes. Let's see what's there. Ka-ching! <laughs> well, it's like it's like a uh, infinite infinite scroll as well. It's like you don't you can't yeah. even be like, oh well, I'll stop reading when I get to the end of this page of results because it just doesn't. It just you just can just keep going forever. 
I don't know if anyone well, ever really is. considers the uh, the ethical implications of doing that. Well, they they have been doing because Google started taking that sort of thing out uh, wherever they could. They start basically, or was it some? Might not have been Google. Somebody noticed that pattern and said it was actually quite destructive behavior. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't good for humans. Uh, and so they started taking it out of their apps, except for things that were like email, where you do need to get a latest. But I think it was Google being like, it's it's not good for people to be sat on social media for two hours and not realize that the world around them <laughs> has changed. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. What what a depressing end <laughs> to no, this I discussion. Think, I, think, <laughs> I think the thing we're saying is Grand Theft Auto Vice City is the Thanks. ultimate kids game. I mean, I was 12 when I played it, and it didn't it turned affect up me. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like sitting there and playing it, and, and like with your kids, and you, and they're just like, "Why? Are, like, are those people okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, they're fine. They're just having a sleep." <laughs> Did I tell you about when I went to Australia when I was 13? Uh, we got PlayStation 2 set up on my aunt's TV because uh, we were staying there until we could move into our house. Uh, and I don't know why <laughs> this seemed like an okay thing for me, but I shouted to my aunt to come into the room, and then I got a hooker, stuck her in my car, then <laughs> drove her off into a pier, <laughs> and like jumped out of the car at the last second, and I was like, this is hilarious! <laughs> and then she was like, this is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only is it inappropriate for you to be playing this as a 13-year-old kid, but it's definitely inappropriate for you to have called me in. I'd love for someone to research the like, reason why. Because, like, I don't know, I find... I, I will play Grand Theft Auto and find it very, very amusing to, to kill a lot of people. Well, I wouldn't do that in real life. <laughs> and I don't know. I would love to know the research behind why it's hilarious to just murder virtual people when real life it is not so hilarious. It's like a fantasy One thing. thing right? Yeah, you know, I don't think it's that you want to. It's not like it's not like you're playing Grand Theft Auto and getting a hooker because that's what you want to do in real life. It's because the game has it, <laughs> right? And it's not a real person. Like, but no. it's just a piece of programming that you're running. You're not actually, you know, getting an STD from. <laughs> there was another one. What was it called? There was an, there was another game a while ago, and you you were like infected by this like black thing, and you could like shoot it at people, and it was like you know, it looked a bit like Venom from Spider Man, I guess. Proto. Prototype? Yeah, was it prototype? Yeah, prototype. I think that was it. That was a similar kind of thing. I could spend a very long amount of time just like fucking with the civilians <laughs> and just murdering a lot of people in strange and funny ways. The pro prototype game was very much like what you just described, but I haven't actually played it, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure that is what it was called. Well, one thing that I discovered for my long running D and D campaign. Uh, so one of the players was an he's he's an old git dwarf, and at first he was such a randy character, um, and that was kind of funny when he would like flirt with 
one of the players, the uh, NPCs. Uh, then what happened after a while was, uh, one session he got drunk and he was abusively, like, being such a predator on any female NPC. Uh, and then I had to, I, asked, I told him afterwards, like, it's kind of funny when it's cute, uh, but not every single NPC wants to be abused. <laughs> uh, and not only that, but like, that every single NPC has a human brain in its mind, <laughs> and I don't want to be, I don't want to be that kind of abused all the time. Uh, and then so I, was, was I, I told him like, that was Dungeons was and Dragons, day? like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's so a I think that's the, He was saying it, he didn't. He hadn't. He was. He was pretty drunk, but he hadn't really thought it through <laughs> because he was doing it like you would do knee jerk reaction in a game. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can pick up prostitutes. Okay, let's do that. Oh, I can <laughs> kill them. All right. <laughs> uh, you're just doing it because it's there and it's not hurting anyone. Whereas in real life, that that is not the same. <laughs> also, it's difficult in real life. I mean, in England, in England in particular. I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, well, I just turn on... <laughs> well, I couldn't just turn on... Uh, I couldn't wake up and be like, aha, today I'm going to do some crazy bullshit uh, and go back to bed. <laughs> I can't go on a rampage. I'm pretty sure I don't know where to get a rocket launcher. I don't know how to fly a <laughs> helicopter. Like, there's a lot of things that I just can't do. <laughs> uh, yeah. No matter how much I wish, I could. <laughs> um, another game that I haven't tried with Willow that I do kind of want to see is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because that is very much open world. And if you don't want to assassinate anybody, you can. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think Odyssey and Origins, maybe one of, some of the other ones have i think it's an educational like i've talked about it before like an educational free explorer mm. mode that literally just lets you, i think it is just your first person no clip style camera but it's meant for you so you can go explore ancient egypt or ancient athens greece and such but i guess you're not really interacting that might be a step too far well might be a bit yeah, too far i think it's odd basically what we're saying it's odd that games like Paw Patrol have been designed for kids, but they're not really... Kids find them difficult because there's too many things that you can do and you don't know what you're meant to be doing because they've not made it accessible enough. Yet it games depends what like, designed it for, right? Like, yeah. if they've designed well, it for, yeah. oh, we want to help them learn, and it's basically, you know, educational, fun learning. I think that's different from yeah. kids want a cheeseburger-style game and just want to fuck about. <laughs> Um, it'd be a bit more of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. But Paw Patrol Which... was oddly difficult. There are too many, too many things that you could do. Yeah. And it wasn't the, obvious um... what you wanted to do. I was trying to, just trying to think, because I, I went around to visit my, um, uh, my cousins a while ago, and they've got kids that are like older than mine. And they were showing me on the PC that they had a couple of games that they were playing. And it was one of the ones they were playing was the I think I talked about it on a previous episode and I shared it at uh, bmng.drive where it's like a sandbox for cars and it, they were playing that and it, I guess that is the same, same kind of thing as uh, Grand Theft Auto because it's like you've got a car you can pick whichever car you want you can like 
have whatever crazy course you want and it's got like realistic damage and stuff and you can just like mess around essentially you can drive it off a cliff and see what it does and you set it on fire and you know tie two cars together and put them down a ramp and it's that kind of at least there's no murder in that because yeah. <laughs> it's just like test drive dummies or whatever it does uh, feel like there needs to be more of that kind of game less of the like you say paw patrol stuff for people trying or kids trying to get into games because like i was going to say before with the like pre-teen stuff like minecraft can get pretty complicated and you can do certain things into it yeah, but there's also the whole like Nintendo style market or more recent Nintendo style marketing schemes of they want to show older kids like actual teens, mid teens playing games and be like, look all the cool shit that I can do, and then that makes the little kids go, oh, I want to play that, and then they go and nag the parents. It's like marketing, isn't it? Money ruins. Yeah, I think that's it. That's <laughs> yeah, that's the problem because like with the Paw Patrol game, right? It's like I mean I've not played it, but from what you've said about it, I they'll have made it. Because it's a recognisable brand, and like the kids who like the show will also want to play the game, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's going to be a good game. <laughs> yes, which and will sell like, it yeah. just in its own right, and it almost doesn't have to be good. Yeah. It just needs yeah. to be not absolute shit. Because well, when I was picking Lego game, I picked Incredibles because it was recognisable. Otherwise, I would have picked up the Harry Potter thing because it was a complete game. <laughs> it had everything, uh, and it had all the fe- had all like the later Harry Potter games had a lot of good features from Lego. Mm. Uh, you can get the, the um, Incredibles like, was pretty poor. <laughs> you can get the like the the superhero ones, which are, yeah, I was going to get that, but it was more expensive. Uh, also, it was that, confusing uh, because Theo wanted to play like good guys and not necessarily bad guys but the pictures have the bad guys on it so he was like he, he was kind of half interested but also half not interested mm-hmm. Theo's obsessed with Spider-Man potty training with advice 101 that I've learned with Theo if he has Spider-Man face on like the where his willy is you can say Spider-Man does not want you to wee on him, and he will religiously uh, believe that. <laughs> and he's actually oddly better at pot training than Willow was. Um, I think a lot of people say that boys are, but that odd piece of thing just made him go, oh yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't want me to wee on him. <laughs> it's a fucking game and it's all right, though, isn't it? <laughs> Potty training. Put light, uh, potty tra- Toddlers is the worst game I think I've ever played. <laughs> Out of the, context, uh, the le- be a very bad sentence. <laughs> I feel like the learning curve is too high. Yeah, and and the unlike Grand Theft Auto, I can't go to bed and restart. I actually <laughs> you can't, yeah, you can't any- really fuck up uh, toddler. Uh, game without massive repercussions. <laughs> you get you get one playthrough. That's it. Yeah, I tried to introduce Theo to a hooker, but he just didn't get it. <laughs> How exhausting would it be though if every time you felt like you didn't do a good enough job on a particular day as a parent, you would reset? How often <laughs> would you actually reset? Because yeah, you'd be there but, for decades. Well, yeah. yeah, but at least you'd get it right eventually. It'd be one iteration where you get it right. 
Yeah, I guess you'd have to balance it off with like every time you reset, there's a, a cost of that rather than it just being a free pass. If you could, if you could pause the toddler game, that would be good as well. I'm not saying like forever. I'm just saying like maybe just for one evening, I could pause toddler game. What happens if it took it if it for every day that you felt like you fucked up as a parent, you took a day off the child's life at the end? How would oh, right. you? So, so you can you can restart. What would be the perfect they still balance? Get, they still get older. Like, how far back can you restart? I mean, it's basically you just get to redo a day, but every time you redo a day, but just a day, it takes so a day like... off there. Like, you get to the end of the day, and you're basically like, "Do you think this day went all right enough?" Yes, no. <laughs> how many of those days do you think you would redo? And you know, how much would you clock up at the end? Yeah, I don't think they would get through double-digit age. <laughs> I feel like it'd be better. I don't know. I thought you were going to say like every time you you do it, it takes a day off your own life. Which yeah, be... I think that would be that would make me not do it as much. Uh... <laughs> you would do your kids. <laughs> so that's a problem yeah, well, down the line. Here's for them. Here's the thing, <laughs> right? Like. I would reset, right? They would, if I reset and they lose, eventually lose like up to a year's worth of life. That is me actually making their life better for a short period of time instead of shit for an extra year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what would be the balance? <laughs> like, who gives a shit about like if if you were like I died in my seventies or my eighties, you could reset the equivalent of maybe twenty years, You'd, and do, they would be a perfect I... individual, perhaps. Do I know when, uh, like, when they're gonna die? Like, do I know that date in this game, or do I? Is it a gamble because I don't know that they're gonna like, you know, some sort of horrible accident's gonna happen in a week, and then yes. I reset yeah. it to a day, and yeah, now it's, it's six days. <laughs> that event is gonna happen. <laughs> make it they're, random. They're... <laughs> you don't know. Matt's you just know that whatever they this is the blank Whatever spring that end is, there. it comes closer. <laughs> I have to get my kind of cruelty fix in somehow. <laughs> it just seems very how, convoluted. How, about cheat code? Is how there does a cheat it? Code in that, in that, like, you know that they're gonna Here we go. Luke, die because this of is car fucking accident. maths and algorithms out now. Okay. Luke likes no, fixing I, I everything like, with maths and algorithms. Let's say that you know that today is the kid's last day and they're going to get hit by a car. And you've hit reset quite a lot. At some point today, you could hit reset. Would you get past that point of death? And then now they're invincible. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) 24 hours up to their demise is the, are we saying that's the boundary? Like you can't reset. There's 24 hours to go. The end of the game is here. You've, I don't know. You've got all the points that you oh, need. Wait. No, <laughs> because then takes pla- off. You've platinum your, you've platinum toddler. Um. <laughs> but that's the thing. If you've, if you've, right. So you've done so many resets, right? They've got, they're gonna. You've done too many resets, and now they're gonna die today. But they're a perfect. <laughs> like you've done a perfect job. Surely that well, means that when they die, it's surely the surely point of the was... games that you could like absolutely mess it up, right? 
It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> You've done your last reset. Oh, You're like, oh, I've got one left. And then you absolutely mess up that. And you're like, no, shit. <laughs> Well, no. What I was going to say is, if you if you finish the toddler game and you've like successfully done everything, doesn't that mean that you can start it again as like new game plus? And they like get to think oh, that it's like doing it again. Plus. It's like doing it would be like doing oh, the yeah. toddler game the first time, except they already know everything. So you basically get a little no, baby and it can already no. talk and it can already that like read. Breaks the system. That completely <laughs> breaks the system. Yeah, I think. You can't really make a perfect a perfect person by starting again, but they've already done life. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, they're like a, a like a university graduate, but they're a, a tiny baby. Have we just like um, you know disproven reincarnation that way? Then, like, <laughs> if reincarnation was real, that's new game plus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done. <laughs> Ciao. Uh, I think I think we need to wrap up there, but basically. The best game for kids is for them to look after other kids. I think that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> we had no point discuss that, but sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> it won't be the first time. <laughs> I am quite it, interested. It feels like, where does that end? So you're like, oh, well, we need to uh, get that, a new... That ends in jail, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, you're like, oh, well, we need to get, we need to get a new kid. To, to have, so our first kid has a game to play, but then what that ends up in is a shit 1930s Disney film about a bunch of fucking runaways. That's what that ends up in. No, what what would happen is Willow would have played toddler with by, by playing Theo the toddler game, but then once Theo stops being toddler and he gets to platinum, uh, or Willow gets to platinum by playing toddler, she'll do new game plus. And Theo will then get to play toddler with, with Willow as the toddler. Oh, <laughs> I see. Like swap. This. Swap around. Yeah, so you only need you only need two. Okay. Yeah. Makes Unless sense. you're really rich and you can have like twins or something, but otherwise, yeah, you just need two. <laughs> uh, no, we're saying Grand Theft Auto is acceptable for kids. Nice. Kids up until the age of, let's say, five, when you need to explain the problems of that game to them. <laughs> it's then, like I've genuinely, I've genuinely played it before and thought to myself, like Henry would really enjoy this. Like, gen- like not even uh, for like a second, not even realizing the problem with that. And then, like, oh wait, no, the murder. Yeah, maybe not. Because <laughs> it's like if you just think of the game, play this game more often, and then you kill someone. If you oh, just yeah. think of like really, the game, if you think of like the gameplay elements, you're like, it's got everything. It's got all the uh, all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. No they do go some ways in some of the options, don't they? Like turn blood off and other bits and bobs. Oh yeah, that's that's the troubling part for kids. <laughs> it's okay now. There's no blood. Brain yeah. matter I've on the screen. Gonna... No. I, yes, I actually have to go up. to a meeting before. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto for everybody. That's our new campaign. Our new slogan. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye. bye.